0: welcome 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 yeah, how you guys doing good. ty real quick question though yes sir did they say attention on deck when people walked in the room in the army or did you No, nah, i did that for you stop here yeah yeah <laughs>
1: that's it
0: for you you almost made me stand up <laughs> well, it was pretty that, good as well maybe pretty you
1: good. should maybe you should there you that, was nice. well, welcome, that was nice welcome everybody
0: uh to the very first number one episode of the triple threat vet podcast my name is matt johnson you can see it in the corner i'm a navy guy with me today, uh, as always, we got Ty Cobb, the army guy, and DJ Realty, Blake being Blake. Absolutely. And we're just going to bring you guys a to show today, talk to you about different topics. We're going to get into a lot of things. But uh, today, most importantly, we're going to talk about one of us. That'd be Ty Cobb. So we get a little bit about you today, get to know more about uh, who you are, what makes you tick, and how things work. So without further ado, it's all yours.
1: Oh, my goodness gracious. So. Uh, I wanted to do this podcast to talk about really things that I've experienced, you know, in my life, in my uh, military career, and also post-military. Uh, those that know me uh, probably know that I don't talk about myself that much, but uh, I think it's about time to talk about myself a little bit. So i was born in uh corbin kentucky i know i know people are gonna have questions about what i'm gonna say next but the original kentucky fried chicken was there in my hometown of corbin kentucky grew up in kentucky uh moved a bunch of times uh i was in a blended family Uh, ended up moving probably five or six times during elementary school Uh, went to high school in knock county kentucky and then moved to jacksonville florida and then um you know, so many memories at Fletcher Senior High School in in Jacksonville. I met my I met my wife there, child, uh, high school sweetheart.
2: Yeah, we're going to get into that. We're going to yeah, get yeah. into that.
1: <laughs> and then ultimately, you know, went off to school uh, after Fletcher, and then I knew I was going to join the army. I just didn't know when it was going to be. So I had a lot of adventures in between, and uh, ended up joining the army in late 1998, and that's kind of. Uh, where the fun began, but you—you you had a question earlier. You were going to say something about Kentucky, about uh, if I actually the roadkill thing or something.
0: Yeah, I was just go gonna ahead ask. and ask
1: it. Let's get the Kentucky questions is out of the a, way. Is, is, is <laughs> What's up, all my Kentucky people that are watching it? You know, chime in in the comments. Let yeah. me know you're listening.
0: Is it a staple in Kentucky to uh pick up roadkill as you're driving by and make sure that it doesn't get wasted?
1: Mm. No, no more than anywhere else. I mean, if a, if a deer gets caught, of course, maybe, but not, not as a Were you
0: trying to hit the deer or were you waiting to see if it was there?
1: (laughs) No, no. Okay. No, I didn't mess with that too much. (laughs) (laughs) But Hey, I did want to, I did want to do a quick introduction. I've got, I've got some slides here that I wanted to show. So I wanted to do an introduction for everybody before we do like, before we kind of go into my story. So, Basically, the purpose of this podcast for me is I want to champion causes. So I've worked with so many nonprofits, post-military, so many of them, and so many of them do great things for veterans. So I really want to champion some of those causes. So the Triple Threat Feds podcast is really going to be for us to take on some of these causes and raise some money for them or get some attention for them. Here in the Houston area, of course, where we live, or or nationwide i mean a lot of the organizations that i'm a part of are are nationwide as well with the vfw american legion cvma you know project zero alliance so many things but let me pull this up real quick i wanted to uh introduce you guys too so tell me a little bit about scott blake before i get in going on mine
2: who do you want to tell you about scott blake the you. scott blake you want yes, the Scott Blake to tell you about scott blake absolutely All right, well, hey, uh, I am Scott Blake, a.k.a. Blake Scott, Scott Blake, however you want to say it, SBBS, that's what they call me, Scott Blake, Blake Scott. Either way, go. Uh, I am a retired Navy chief, Uh, joined the Navy in 1998 and retired in 2019. I am also in a blended family. I have a family of seven kids. Yeah, seven wonderful beautiful kids beautiful amazing wife uh that we just make things happen uh come from some pretty humble beginnings i'm from denver colorado shout out to the denver nuggets even though nobody cares that they won the national championship nobody cares you don't hear about it i've heard more about where lebron james is going than the nuggets but that's there also home of the denver broncos we we'll, we won't go there on this session but you <laughs> you know what it is but uh me in a nutshell I, I love having fun i'm a dj i'm a uh joker at heart uh family man serious about friendships. serious about relationships i've always wanted to do this podcast thing i get to do it with my buddies so this is great it doesn't put me on the on the spotlight all by myself so I'm out here for you guys to have some fun and to make this thing happen. So Ty, I want to thank you, Matt. I want to thank you for bringing me along on this. Cause I know you could have did it without me, you know what I mean? But <laughs> Hey, I'm here. So I'm just happy to be here. Uh, I too, like Ty, want to uh, spotlight some of the people who helped out vets and, you know, have some conversations about things that we may want to have talked about before, but never really had a chance to like put it out there in a sincere a uh, real legit manner, and that's what I hope to bring out. So I'm super excited. So I'm happy to be here, man.
1: I I remember the first time I met you. We 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 in person, at least. I think I talked to you on the phone, but uh, we were doing that award ceremony at the Tomball VFW for one of the kickoffs. Right. Yeah. And so historically, for like the last six years, I always play the the walk up music, and I throw like the team logos up on a screen, and you know we kind of have fun, play loud music, and rock out a little bit yeah but uh the first time i met scott um or dj royalty uh he uh (laughs) he had his whole setup up there and i remember thinking you know uh is he just gonna pull up you know matt said he has a dj buddy and i was like hey we need him up here at the awards ceremony so i was wondering if he's just gonna bring an ox cord and play some music but when i saw his (laughs) setup immediately i was like all right this is legit this is gonna be fun and without even like, we didn't even know each other. But as I was playing the beginning of a song, or you know, I'd mess around, he would start scratching it. I right. Just, I knew from then that we had some yeah some very keen interests, and, and, <clears> and <throat> we were going to get along. And that the fact that that you and Matt were so tight, I knew that I knew that it was going to work out. So.
2: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I remember that for sure. <laughs> All right,
1: this next guy, this next guy, Matt Johnson. Let's hear the man, about you, the Johnson. myth, the
0: legend. None of that. <clears throat> not the man, not the myth, but maybe a legend. Maybe one day. We'll <laughs> see. So uh, I'm uh, Matt Johnson. I'm also a retired Navy chief. Uh, I was in from 96 to 2019. Scott beat me to the finish line by like, I think six weeks, but we're not counting any days. <laughs> um, you know, uh, I also i um, married, have two kids. I got an uh, amazing wife that supports me in everything that I do. She uh, pushes me to do things like this because she thinks that it's it's very healthy and helpful to, uh, to talk and, and get awareness out there. You know, I got a, a daughter who's about to finish a doctorate program. She's going to be a, a neuropsychologist. Yep. So she's going to fix all of us. Don't worry about that. Yeah, we need and then, it. <laughs> yeah. And then I got a son who's going to be an architect. So he'll build her clinic. She'll take care of us, and then we'll just go to the back to our rooms with the pads, and then we'll be okay. (laughs) And then your son's
1: going to moonlight as a professional lacrosse player.
0: Yeah, probably. Or giant that he is. Yeah, who knows? I don't know where – I mean, you know, thank goodness it skips a generation because he would have been real short if it would have kept going, right? Uh, But, yeah, 96 2019. Yeah, it was a, a long ride. I met Scott. On my last tour in uh recruiting for the navy here in houston so we've known each other for quite some time and then uh ty and i met at a vfw convention i was working
1: a vfw a texas state vfw convention <laughs> that was in oklahoma
0: and yeah texas vfw state convention in oklahoma right. don't ask but yeah. uh Just out of the blue, I think it was the first or second day, walked up to Ty and I said, hey man, are you you going to eat lunch? And he was like, yep. I sat down with Ty for lunch 30 minutes later. I was like, geez, man, this dude has the same kind of ideals and vision that a lot of people should have coming out, right? To help, service, selflessness, you know, things like that. So like him, you know, I wanted to do this podcast to be able to highlight uh, nonprofits, get involved in things to help people and, you know, just really BS with your friends, right? Isn't that what this stuff is all about? And so you get to learn about people and know about them and build relationships. So I'm just, I'm grateful to be here. Ty, thanks for putting it all together. You're definitely the wizard with all of this that everybody sees. Yeah. Definitely. Ty yeah, everybody it sees
1: there. it. But I'm telling you, like, think about this. Just the way we put this together. We're like, okay, Scott came in, got got the logo taken care of you know, we, we, you had the system, you, you told me like what systems that, you know, we probably should need for like making all the other graphics and whatnot. So I got one of those and then we've all contributed. This is going to be so fun. I mean, I I know some of y'all may not know, but we, we literally put this together in one, two or three days. We've been thinking about it for months, but uh, Scott's been out of country. Matt's got 14 and a half jobs. I'm Uh, busy all the time. Hey, just,
2: uh, just in case you don't get, just in case you guys don't know, I don't know if you guys could tell, but I'm the guy in the middle right there. That's me. I don't know if you could tell.
1: <laughs> yeah, I can tell the contrast the pictures, is off, You know
2: like, what I mean? I was had a lot of yeah. questions about which one am I, but I mean, I think I, that one I, in the I can middle. pick it out. If I, I was, if I was, to make a guess, the one in the middle probably. That would probably the be sexy oh, one. <laughs> Man, look at
0: this!
1: Look at this dude right here.
0: Woo-hoo. Look at that <laughs>
2: Man, oh man! Here it we go. It's
1: a law to have somebody that good looking in the name. It's going to
2: be one of these kind of days. I see. Okay. All right. Here we go. <laughs> That's the way
1: the whole podcast is going to go. Man, I'm telling you. Yeah, absolutely. I'm telling you. But that that 30 minute lunch that we should have been taking and getting back to our booth that we were working. I uh, think the I lunch think went like an hour and a half, like three hours. Yeah. Well. Yeah. An hour and a half that time, and then probably another hour and a half later, and and yeah. after that, I think we knew we were going to be friends forever. So, but yeah, thank you very much. And then, oh,
0: um, yeah. of and course, now it's, there's me.
1: Your turn. Um, My man, Martin Ty Cobb, I was a sergeant first class, United States Army, from '98 to 2017. Um, here's some pictures of me. I uh, I deployed a bunch of times. Uh, been to Africa. Been to Afghanistan three times. Iraq uh, twice. Kosovo. I was actually in Kosovo in 9/11. So there's a lot of deployments, a lot of experiences, a lot of things to talk about. And I'm sure throughout the, the life of this podcast, we're going to talk about a lot of that. But I'm just going to give you a brief overview, because uh, like I said, um, I'm not really talked about myself that much, even to my kids. I mean, when you deploy six times, uh, it, you know, your kids don't get to see you nearly as much. So a lot of the things that I do now are literally so that the kids will have, you know, stories and then I can also remind all the people that I served with how much you know they meant. Like I, mm-hmm. I remember, I remember uh, senior NCOs when I first joined the military telling me something specific about you know radios or vehicles or electricity or whatever it may it was. I just I remember being so happy with the leaders I had. So for me to be able to have a podcast where I can bring some of those people on, champion their causes you know, get awareness out for whatever I may be wanting to uh, talk about that week or whatever you want to talk about. And that, and that's kind of like with the triple threat part of it with the three of us, with all we got our hands dipped into, man, this is, I, I I can, I know we're going to have fun. Oh yeah. I know we're going to bring awareness. So kind of how I envision me telling my story, since I don't talk about myself much is one of my favorite movies is the princess bride. So there's a part where the grandpa is kind of, you know, opening a book and he's going to read the story, you know, uh, which turns out to be the Prince's Prize. So basically what I want to do is, is I want to tell you a little bit of a story and then, you know, hopefully my kids will be able to see this, all my friends. And then some of the people will know that served with me how much it did mean to me to for all those units that I was with. So my career started, uh, like I said, in Jacksonville, Florida. I joined in 1998. Went to the, uh, the MEPS floor, stepped In, uh, for the, whatever you call it. You guys were recruiters, the, the debt the program. The
0: entry program. The entry yeah. program. Yeah. yeah.
1: Sorry. So I went to basic at Fort Jackson, AIT at Fort Gordon. Then I had some uh, training to do after that. And then I was actually Army Reserves in Jacksonville, Florida. And the reason I went Army Reserves is because – I wasn't for sure if the army career was going to be right for me because, you know, at that point I had not committed to anything really for that long in my life ever. So I was, I was a little worried. So I hedged a bet and, and joined the reserves, but probably after 10 minutes of basic training, I realized that this is going to be what I do for the rest of my life, or at least as long as I could serve. And, um, so I went active duty and, Uh, Lo and behold, I remember uh, my son was about to be born. Uh, I may be getting confused on that because it was a long, long time ago. My son was about to be born, so I got orders to go to Fort Campbell. And never been in the active duty Army, of course, before. And there I was at Fort Campbell. All the heraldry, all the uh, history of the 101st Airborne Division, rendezvous with destiny i was extremely overwhelmed Uh, i was assigned to the 551st mp company uh, military police company and uh, we actually deployed to kosovo Uh, so many so many memories of of going to kosovo and of course during kosovo 9 11 happened so when 9 11 happened that of course changed everybody was in the military's uh, career path at that Mm -hmm. point from then forward because we knew we were gonna come home get ready to deploy again and probably be deploying for a while. And that's pretty much how it happened. So I was with the 716th uh, from 1999 until 2009. So in between that, I deployed with them six times with the 551st, 561st, HHD a couple times, uh, 101st MP Company Division Support, That was in Iraq in 03. So lots of deployments. Uh, Later on, um, I want to tell you a funny story uh, real quick. Uh, Some of my first sergeants may appreciate this. Uh, I've never been promoted while in CONUS. I've always been deployed. I got promoted to E4 when I was uh, in Kosovo uh sergeant when i was in afghanistan staff sergeant when i was at af- when i was in afghanistan and Sergeant first class when i was in afghanistan so all my promotions were while i was deployed so i just thought that was funny uh, another little funny thing i'm probably on the only uh, staff sergeant or sergeant first class in the army that was selected for sergeant first class and got a sequence number without actually having been to The warrior leader course the reason i had never been is because i was deployed so much so there was this sergeant major marty that kept showing up in my files whenever promotions would come up and he would sign a waiver for me so he was at hrc up in fort knox never met the person but i probably owe my career a lot of my promotions in my career to him never met him he was just a you know hrc person uh g1 or something well isn't it true
0: that you were you were doing that academy like in real life every day do you really need to go to the school? Like that's the question, right? I mean, that's well, the army solved. said
1: you have to, but I was literally a, a staff sergeant with a sequence number of 206 uh, on zero day of WLC. So I passed that seven days later, my unit 716 sends me to uh, ALC advanced leader course. So <laughs> past that, and of course I always get, I'm very competitive with anything I do. So, um, I wanted to prove specifically to one of my heroes in the military, Sergeant Major Woodring, um, uh, that I was worth all the faith they put into me to, to allow me to get promoted without actually having these schools. So I did get like distinguished honor graduate on a couple of them. I think I always got like a uh, commandant's list or something. Uh, but yeah, I, I just wanted, I wanted to touch that. I have that as a note that it's the weirdest thing how I got promoted all, all deployments and never having WLC is, is, is crazy. So do you have any stories like that? Or is it hard as hell to get promoted mm. in the Navy? I mean, it's hard, right?
0: Well, I mean, it's, it's as hard as you make it. Let's put it that way. Right. Like yeah. in the Navy for four, five, six, you got to take a test, right? So you have to get the right multiple. And then in the Navy, it really depends on, you know, what is your job? So if your job has too many people in it, it's going to be harder to promote. If it doesn't have a lot of people in it, then it's going to be easier. Um, The real challenge for promotion comes when you get to the seven level and you have to start sending your package to a board, much like I think you guys do for every promotion, like a lot of those promotions are done by boards and then you're selected for promotion Well, in the Navy up to six, you kind of control your own destiny, right, because you got to take those tests and it's amazing people do worse on their job on the test than they do like <laughs> the Navy requirements. You're like, don't you do this every day? They're like, I didn't know that I had to study the book. I'm like, what? Yeah. What do you mean you didn't uh, study the it's book? A so, I mean, it's a stress test. Yeah.
2: Everybody gets nervous when it's test time.
0: For <laughs> sure. I remember when I made a, a second class uh, E 5 in the Navy, I was at MEPS and I was standing in there in the, the uh, the enlisted programs officer, the guy that kind of runs production for recruiting, came into MEPS when I was there. And then they started talking. And the, the way they started the speech, I was like, oh, man, people are getting promoted today. So everybody's like, how do you know? I'm like, listen to this dude. He just walked in, in front of everybody. And he said, where's this person? Right. You're not going to ask where that person is in front of everybody and chew them out in front of everybody. That's not what leaders do. Right. So then they start talking. And then he looks at me. He's like, and you. And then he told me i got promoted so i was like oh my god i got promoted when i went and looked so you understand this and all these navy guys well i was the the multiple <laughs> if you got one less wrong than me you were out right if right. you got one more right than me you yeah. were in like i was right. dead on the line and so i was like oh my goodness it's fate right but it's uh yeah you control your own destiny to six seven and eight pretty 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 intense Nine's pretty intense but it also depends on your job like what do you do and what it takes to get promoted you know
1: well i mean i, I remember hearing since with the electronic warfare uh like with with fort huachuca and then um F- fort Sill, and then uh all the deployments we had we mostly have like ewos that like the head ewo would be a navy guy uh we had air force people we had very few army ewos most of them were navy so i remember when i was a staff sergeant all the way till i got out of the army a lot of the values that i that i met i remember thinking very highly of the of the chiefs i mean that's probably why i when you told me you were a senior chief that's probably why i i, I spoke a little bit you know to where i knew what i was talking about i felt very comfortable talking to you so
0: oh yeah yeah for sure well but see and here here's here's the other kicker to that in the Navy is much different than every other service there is period. It's just, it's different when you go. So you would just mention Ty, that you had to go to schools so that you could be eligible to promote. Right. Right. Well, Well, there's no school. have a waiver
1: like me. Yeah. But there (laughs) is no
0: school to be eligible to promote in the Navy. Right. Like if you get selected to chief E7, you pretty much go through college rush week. Right. So there's an acceptance that goes into that. And so anybody that you ever meet, In the Navy, it's 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 interesting for Navy people to go on to joint service commands and other services see how sailors treat chiefs when they walk in the room. Everybody's like, like what's like what's so special about that guy? You know, and so it's yeah, it's like explaining. I don't know, it's like explaining. A secret that you can't tell right it's just how you carry yourself it's what you do you got to go through that six or eight weeks of that you know that that since you know forever the navy's been doing it i mean i was in class 112. i don't know what class in, scott
2: don't give me the line this is,
0: i made it in 2006.
2: yeah i made it in 2012.
0: so you were in 122. yeah so once, I, was in, I made a
1: charge of first class in 2009. So I'm right in the Word, middle. of y'all. Yeah. There you
0: go. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so it's it's just different, you know, and like when you have that, you know, that's why the Navy's tie. You and I talked about this the first time that uh, that we sat down at that lunch, actually, really. Um, retirements, ceremonies, things that the Navy does, you know, is way different than everybody else. It's like very yeah. interesting to hear Army guys go. And I think you you know you could probably agree to that. It's like, yeah, when I was done in the army, they were like, Great job, buddy. And there's like a slideshow for me. And I was like, What?
1: A slideshow with uh, fireworks that go over your shoulder.
0: That's all you <laughs> get, dude.
1: Yeah, and I'm then, not I'm not gonna say where that was, but yeah, that's yeah. there was a slideshow with, with with fireworks over your shoulder.
0: And so that's why I told you that day that we met, if you ever get an opportunity to go to a Navy retirement, doesn't matter if it's for An E-6 to an E-9 to an officer, if you ever get an opportunity to go to retirement, you should go because that is it's time honored for us. I mean, that's still done. And a lot of the script to that is a lot of the wooden ship days in the Navy. Right. That's where all that goes back to. So when you go to those ceremonies, you get to listen to and hear (laughs) about those sailors taking that last day of work. But then the biggest and the most important part of that retirement is that you get to recognize That that sailor's family, right? Like they went through all the the stuff and they were at home during all the deployments, and you know, you were off working and you know, you equate it this way. Your family's also always got to adjust, right? I'm just going to a new place and meeting new friends because I'm gonna do the same job that I've always done. So the adjustment for us isn't as much as them. So they go through a lot. And so there's a lot of, you know, I remember my retirement presentation, you know, I had flags flown. Uh, From ships. That's a big thing in the Navy. We'll fly flags on ships. And so I had flags flown on the USS New Orleans and uh, the USS Louisiana from the Superdome, like places that were in Louisiana. And um, I actually had my son's flag flown on the USS Cole, you know, which is a huge major ship in naval history. And so those come back and I put, you know, things on their stuff. And so you're giving this to these people in your retirement. So it's really a, a celebration of what they've gone through to get there with you. And then you going um I'm, I'm done. But it doesn't prepare you for when you're done. Because when you're right. done, it's way different. But, you know, I, here's what I remember. Six weeks before I was done, I had the pleasure to be a part of Scott's retirement. And what I remember from that retirement, what I remember is that's r- around the time that you and renee like you were together and and it was getting to that point where you guys were like this is going to go for a long time you know and you could and and i'll tell you i could see that day it's like she was never not there you know what i mean does that make sense like it was always there and it was just a cool thing to see and i also remember scott going i'm not going to do one we're like you yeah really you're not we no, we pretty much told Scott you're doing one.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you don't have a choice, I just, right? I remember during my career, I, I, all things army to me are, are amazing. They're very close to my heart. And it's automatically just better than anything y'all are going to say. But, <laughs> but, um, the thing, the things that always intrigue me about like the Navy were the chief's mess when I heard about it, just the, the test taking. The, and my brother in law was a nuclear guy. So, I mean, like the, the job, um, that you do seems to translate very well to the outside, whereas a lot of the things that that I was associated with, uh, at least my MOSs, it's 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 very hard to do something here. Um, they they always want you to go be a contractor and be an EWO in Dubai or you know be in Kuwait or something like that. Or, I don't know. I heard Dubai is pretty nice. Yeah, I mean, of course, but I you know I deployed so much, I wanted to be home. It is deep
0: you know Scott was just hanging out in Dubai last Yeah, I, like yesterday.
2: I was there yesterday. Well, not necessarily yesterday because the flight was 16 hours, but yeah, pretty much.
1: So I mean <laughs> just, just let's let's give some context here. Where was it hotter? Here in Houston, here at home or in Dubai? Listen. No, I know it's probably Dubai, but it's probably it's probably much closer than other people would think it would be between yeah, Dubai and Houston.
2: It's close, but it is 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 uh is hotter there. It's, it's a, a dry, dry, heat. But it's
1: dry though, right?
2: Yeah, like man. literally, man. The camels were like laying down, like, bro, hurry up, <laughs> let's get these pictures done. Y'all get the hell out of here. It's hot. <laughs> when you see a camel, like, I need the. It's hot. Yeah, like it was. It was that kind of hot. Like you go outside at eleven o'clock, you're like, well, what? What? Are we, where's? What are we doing? There's no sun, but what are we doing right now? But yeah, but it was beautiful. It's beautiful, but it was hot. Absolutely.
1: I want. I gotta see some pictures. Pretty. soon. Oh yeah. You have to show some me some. For sure. Let, let me let me finish this up because I got I got something I want to ask y'all. I know okay. we're a military broadcast, but um, I, I got to ask some of these questions here in just a second. So let, uh, let me finish know. here real quick with with my stuff. So Fort Campbell left in 2009. <laughs> um, then I went to White Sands Missile Range after all these deployments, and I actually figured I was going to get a break uh, because I'd be at White Sands Missile Range. So I figured I'd be teaching some radio classes or. Doing some spectrum management or frequency allocations or something for White Sands Missile Range at the test facility. Lo and behold, I go to the only active duty unit there, battalion, and sure enough, like soon after I got there, they get orders to deploy. So we deploy again to Afghanistan. So that's the last deployment of my career, and um, I still got to talk about my kids, man. I'm so I'm my brain is just going a million miles an hour. It's a lot, uh, man yeah so after white sands i get to jrtc and fort polk or fort johnson now so by this time you know i was coming up on i think 14 15 years in and i just assumed that i would be there for the rest of my career back issues started uh messing with me and i actually started to get orders to go back to fort campbell um i knew that there was no way that i was going to be able to deploy again so i was talking you know kind of stay on rear d first time i'd ever asked that and Anybody that knows me will know that that was the hardest question that I ever asked is, could I stay on rear D? But I did. I asked, um, wasn't going to happen. So I ended up having to get out. So the army was great to me. VA has been great to me. So that's, that's pretty much my army career. Um, there's so many more things I want to talk about with my kids and and how that interacts. But I think just as an introduction, you know, that that's, that's good enough. But I do want to say, I'd be remiss if I don't say this. So, I want to say thanks to my wonderful wife, Sarah, for supporting me uh, as erratic as I may be sometimes or is interested in about 50 million other things. Yeah, I'm interested in so many things. And just like I did when I was in the <laughs> army, I was constantly volunteering for deployments. Uh, constantly, I wanted to go to a unit and do training. I wanted every school that there was and got most schools that I wanted other than, you know, couple of my buddies got like Pathfinder school uh, with the EMPs. I always wanted that school, never got that. Um, but I'm, I was just utterly grateful. So thank you, Sarah, for supporting me for the six years since I've been out. It's been amazing for, for you allowing <laughs> me to just be involved in every freaking nonprofit organization across Harris County, Houston, Texas. It's So thank you very much. Thank you to my six kids, uh, Kenzie, Tylee, Kason, Trinity, uh Cadence and Tatum. See, there's a lot of them. it's it's hard for me to say. So that's why earlier when you said I got 7, I didn't even flinch, man, cuz I got seven. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that's not a big number to me, man, so. Yeah. But anyway.
0: That's a normal number.
1: Yeah. Hey. That's me basically, you know, that's that's part of my that's an overview of my military service. We will hear from, you know, Matt Johnson the next podcast and then after that we'll hear from uh Scott Blake, but now, if I may, I didn't ask Matt if I was gonna do this. I know I know Scott'll be good, but I know we're in military, but I gotta ask this question. <laughs> Here it comes. Right. I no, know. no, no, not a nervous. Deal. Okay. Not, you right. should all be right. nervous. All right. I, I like want to know. To church. Best all time NBA starting five by position. I know uh, this is this is I thought you would scoff at this question. Man. I'm out. Ooh, so how about me. this?
0: Scott, what do you think? <laughs> and then we'll take it to Ty, because hmm, I could probably all name right. five NBA players. No, no, no. All right, so be, we'll help
1: you along.
2: Before, before I do that, before I do yeah.
0: that, shots out to Ty, man.
2: You know what I mean? Come on, man. You got got got, got to give him some. but hey, you know, I know how hard that was for you to 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 throw it all out there, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm proud of I, you, man.
1: I appreciate it. I'm I I, you, I thought man. I was gonna be. People that know me know that I get nervous sweats. I didn't sweat yeah, at all.
2: Yeah. And
1: um, the funny thing is I do podcasts all the time. And with my job, I'm constantly on camera with, uh, you know, doing webinars, educational webinars and whatnot. So, but talking about myself, it makes me nervous as hell. So I, that, I appreciate man. it. Yeah, y'all got you me through Very it. comfortable. You stepped
2: up to the plate, man, and you knocked it out of there, man. I'm
0: proud of you. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. You look very comfortable talking, talking about yourself. Yeah. yeah that means yeah. that uh, you're proud of what you've done and you should be proud of it because... I am. That's I'm so, proud. Definitely proud. Not shouts many out. people. Not many people would have done what you did, right? Yeah. Let's, let's just start there.
1: Well, yeah. You shouts, out, shouts out to Sarah so 100% too. percent of this room did. Yeah, absolutely. Well, shouts out, out, out to, to Sarah, Sarah, Sarah
2: because I, I heard she put it on you and you never look back,
1: man. That's that's. What I heard. <laughs> it's the truth.
2: Shouts yeah. out to Sarah for putting that. i have to on find
1: time. a. I've got a picture around here somewhere of us at uh, my junior <laughs> prom. I'll find it for next podcast. I've yeah. seen that one. But enough stalling, oh, Matt right. Johnson. I want to know, by position, one through five, who's your number one point Let's be
0: honest, though, real quick. If I named people, I probably couldn't even tell you what position they played. And I'm only going to do what normal people do. Normal, meaning people that don't watch basketball. I'm probably going to give you a whole bunch of names. You'd be like, they all play the same position. And how come everybody knows who they are? Because I, sorry, I'm out. Basketball's not my game at all. Well, just name the five that you know, Matt. Of course, I know Michael Jordan, Charles Barkley, Patrick Ewing, Akeem Olajuwon, and Clyde Drexler. How about that?
2: That's not a bad okay. team. It's not a, That's not a bad team.
0: That's yeah, not probably,
2: bad. You, yeah, You're probably missing a a two, but I guess Clyde could go to two.
0: I don't even know what a two
1: is. That's a number. Two
2: guard, shooting guard. Two guard, yeah.
0: Okay, shooting Point guard?
2: guard
1: handles the ball. And he's known as the one. Hmm. You know, two guard. You know, shoots and drives and. You know, dribbles around, cuts and whatnot. He's the two shooting mm-hmm. guard. Three is your uh, shooting forward. Kind of does the same thing as the guard, yeah. just a little bigger. And then you got your power forward or, you know, and then center.
0: <sighs> Which so doesn't exist take- in the NBA anymore. I do know. Uh,
1: yeah, much. pretty
2: much. Pretty much, yeah. Ty, you Even shooting three pointers. you're
0: shooting three-pointers.
2: you killing me when you say best of all time. The best all-time start of five. That's hard to go all time. But if I was – if I was,
1: I know it's hard. I ask provocative ass yeah. questions. But if I was the
2: coach, <laughs> if I, if I was the coach and I said, I'm going to put five players in my backpack or on the bus and we're going to go take on the world, right? I'm going to take Jordan in his prime.
1: I the take... one? Ooh. I mean, technically, the yeah, yeah, day he yeah, played he played yeah, point guard no, a lot when yeah.
2: uh Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. You know what? I, you know what? Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna probably. T- this is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna put Kobe Bryant at my one. I'm gonna put Michael Jordan at my two. I'm gonna put LeBron James at my three. I'm gonna put. Uh, you probably not gonna understand this one, but I'm. A, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna put Sean Kemp at my mm. four, and I'm gonna put Shaquille O'Neal at my five. And I'm Ooh, taking my shout out, out to
1: Sean Kemp. And by the way, um, this guy. I know right who here, all those David people are. Cobb. By the way. that's my brother. Sean Kemp was uh, one of his favorite players back in the oh, day. Hey, uh, that's my Sean man. Kemp was supposed to go to uh, Kentucky. Of course, he never did. Went straight to the pros and whatnot. But yeah, uh, that, that's my, the... my brother. My little brother David loved Sean.
2: Shouts Kemp. out to David. David knows good basketball players for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but I know all those people, by the way. I remember them. But that's that's what that's what I'm going with. If I had to go right off the top, I know
1: who'd you say I... for five on your five?
2: Shaquille O'Neal for sure.
1: Okay, of course. Yeah, I can't argue with
2: that. I'm, that's a pretty big, that's a pretty tall team. Yep. You know, I'm sure I could have put Alan Iverson or somewhere, something like that, in there. Mahmoud Abdul Rauf in there, or something it, like that. It's,
1: that's so I've already told team. you this, right? That Mahmoud Abdul Rauf is one of my favorite players. Have well, I not told you this before? I,
2: I got pictures with him. I used to, I used to play basketball with him in the uh uh LA Fitness in Atlanta. Every morning, he'd be in there. Every morning.
1: Right, because he's training people or something. Yeah, and yeah. then
2: and then, uh, short story, real quick one. When I was working at the airport before, it was it was Denver International Airport at the time when he played for the Nuggets. I used to walk work at the uh, airport. and I used to push people around in the wheelchair, you know, take them to their thing. So I see him come in, and he comes in, and he's rushing because it looks like he's about to be late, and he drops he drops his credit card. So I'm like, oh, man. So I go, and I pick his credit card up, and I get it to him. At that time, his name was Chris Jackson. It wasn't in my, even my mood. I do And I said, hey, Mr. Jackson, you dropped this. He's like, oh, thanks, man. And he, you know, he's real quick. I said, hey, I know you're in the rush. Do you don't mind? mine? You signed my autograph, and he didn't have anything to sign it on. So you know those little those little tabs that you put on your suitcase, you know, when you put your name and stuff right. on there? So I grabbed one of those, and he he signed it for me real quick. And he's like, thanks. I still My mom still has it. She still has it in her book. I'm gonna have to have her uh, send a picture of it. I got him. I got uh Kim and Matumbo, but yeah, Mahmoud Abdul over he's my man. I, I'm i I'll send you the picture so you can put it up next oh, time.
1: That's awesome. I love that. He's absolutely. an awesome guy. Yeah. So, shout out,
2: shout out to Mahmoud Abdul That's my absolutely. man.
1: Absolutely. Have you seen that uh the documentary he's got? Absolutely. I loved absolutely loved it. Absolutely loved it. All right. So, Iverson, at one. Okay uh kobe or jordan at two and then no. kobe or jordan at three whichever no, you gotta got make
2: a choice ty you gotta make a choice you can't
1: iverson know. kobe jordan iverson uh, kobe jordan okay
2: yeah. so you put jordan at three
1: yeah Ooh, okay yep yep and then uh my four has got to be barkley mm. and then my five is i mean mine's shack too so okay all right, I mean, you, you got to. We're a bunch of guys. We got to start off with who's your all-time start uh, NBA starting five. There you
0: go. It was a really fun exercise. i just glad <laughs> I knew five NBA players' names.
1: <laughs> All right, Matt, this one, this one's for you too. Oh goodness, yep. Don't mm-hmm. know that one either. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> we'll do that one another time.
0: <laughs> y'all would have been really mad if I'd answered that question. So, Ty.
2: I got a question for you yes, sir. in regards to your, since you're spotlighting you
1: today. Okay. I'll tell get back me, to acting right. Yeah,
2: tell me this, you know, cause I like to, I like to get to it. You know, this is what the chief does. Were you ever afraid that you weren't going to make it home in any other place? You know, was, was there ever a time where in your military service, you know, and you're out there and, and things are, you know, how things were when we served? Was there ever a time where you where you questioned where you gonna were you gonna make it on? Or did you always know that you were gonna make it back?
1: No. Uh, uh and when I went to Kosovo, I remember I remember not being extremely worried because at that point, you know, there was not a war going on, and when we went there it was supposed to be a policing action. So um we were, we were more just training police, you know, doing presence patrols and things like that. So I wasn't still worried. Uh, the only thing that happened is we had a rollover event happen with that 551MP company. So one, one of my friends had <clears throat> passed away. You know, one of one of the people uh, from my company passed away in a rollover. And at that point, I remember um, I was in the talk. We received an online medevac and, and then I realized that, um, you know, this is serious. Uh, lives can end really quickly if you don't pay attention. So at that point, uh, all of the people that served with me, uh, can probably tell you, I have a bit of OCD and, you know, a little bit of anger sometimes. So mm-hmm. from that point on, I, I, I started taking things very seriously. And, and I remember always wanted to be around. Uh, I, I would do like battlefield circulation within the company just so I could learn what everybody was doing so that I could, you know, I was a combo guy. I was a signal guy at the time. Um, so I wanted to learn what the MPs were doing so that I could move tactically. And so I would seek out their training calendar so I could go sneak in on their training events when they're doing mm-hmm. any type of air assault training. So yeah, there was lots of times where I was worried. Um, So yeah, Kosovo, I, I I wasn't worried for myself, but I realized that, that this is a serious ass business that I needed to get serious about it. Mm-hmm. During uh OIF one, um we had three people in my unit in our battalion get killed and and that that changed, you know, that changed a lot of what was going on and you know, a lot of incoming indirect fire. Uh when I got to the Mosul airfield lots of times, uh, with hundred vehicle convoys. And at this point IEDs weren't a, a huge thing, but Mm -hmm. you know, the other, the other army was there trying to fix you at that point. So yeah, lots of times, um, throughout the seven deployments, you know, with actual, actual things that would happen tactically, you know, I felt Mm -hmm. a lot of times, but some of the, the weirder times, uh, because no one got hurt, is in Salerno in 05, I actually had a an improvised artillery piece. Rocket came in. There was like a three-round three, three round indirect uh, volley fire. Two of them went over the tent and hit over in the connex yard, like the class four yard, damaged some stuff. No one got hurt. And then one of them went straight through my tent, but it didn't blow up. Mm. So it made like a perfect little hole in the tent. You know, and came in, destroyed my TV, my PlayStation. You know, I, I make a joke about it now. I destroyed right. my PlayStation. You know, uh, it made me mad. But but you, you got you really you it, Right. Well, for a few minutes we did. <laughs> but, you know, made like a perfect little hole. And I remember uh, running to the talk with, you know, the other three guys in my tent. We, we ran to the talk and we was like, hey, did you hear that incoming? And they're like, yeah. I was like, well, one of them hit my tent. Wow, And I think my commander and my first sergeant, off sergeant, I think they thought I was in shock or or still asleep because evidently I was just very lethargic. And I said it, you know, kind of monotoned. Yeah. That's, you know, one of them in our tit. So
2: what you're saying, so what you're saying is, yes, I was (laughs) kidding. No, no, this thing comes through your tent and it didn't blow up the way it was supposed to.
1: Didn't blow up. I'll I'll have some pictures. I think I can show them. I'll show some pictures of that next, next time.
2: Yeah, thanks. thank god for that dud yeah,
1: yeah. but i mean yeah literally like Jeez. my my bed's six feet away from it the guy next to me's uh like six feet away from it there's another guy that was he wasn't i don't even think he was in the tent or that part of the tent at the time he was like down at the other end but it it hit like 10 feet from his bed too so it's it's crazy but so it didn't blow up so there's
2: had it would have blown up there's been no way out of that
1: oh i doubt it Wow, I, mean, I doubt it. Yeah, man. But we try not to think about that. The yes. funny thing about all that is, years later, when I get to one fifteenth uh, cash, I uh, I became friends with this uh, with this guy named Johnson, and his wife was actually on Salerno when that happened. She was one of the uh, like she's a medical person, nurse, assess, nurse, nurse, anesthetist, the mm-hmm. anesthesia, anesthesiology, but nurse anesthetist. I don't know how to say it.
0: Mm-hmm. Anyway, she
1: was one of them, and she was actually there when it happened. So wow. I met her all those years later, years later, and like she's like, You're the guy whose tent that hit? And I'm like, Yep, yeah, that was me. Wow. <laughs> but so yeah, I heard funny stories about like that. Him. Wow. Yeah, just ground movements where 50 caliber weapons get messed up on jingle trucks. I don't know, just funny stuff like that. I try not mm-hmm.
2: to Yeah. you so cool. You're so cool, the actual fire you're so cool man. You're
1: Talking about where you've Ty is so about cool with it,
2: like, yeah, man, you know, Rock came in through the tent. Right through there, hit my PlayStation, almost hit my TV. No big deal. Somebody gonna too.
1: replace
0: that? Right, see that?
2: I yeah. got a warranty on it. Well, you
1: that's the funny it. part is like we don't have CBs, of course. I know you are CB Matt, but I'm yeah. telling you, like after after EOD came and they dug that thing out, within like 15, 20 minutes, somebody had called somebody, and the mayor's office came by, and they had our tent looking back perfect. They replaced the 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 tent portions that were messed up, the floor that had gotten all like had cylindrical holes in it Mm -hmm. and everything is pretty cool but yeah they they fixed it real quick wow so like little cbs all around heck yeah but yeah i mean i I, i'm looking i'm really looking forward to this it's gonna be fun like getting to know everybody people our families hearing our stories absolutely hearing some of the stories because i haven't told as long as i've known matt i haven't told him many stories because i just i just don't talk about myself so yeah
0: yeah but we're always doing something that that doesn't require a story, right? I think every time that we're around each other for a lot a, a, you know a good portion of time, it's always been uh nonprofit volunteer vfw related work related so it was always like, let's go do this stuff, but we would always though this this is one thing. Ty won't talk about himself
1: but he's I'll got, talk about you though
0: he's got a ton <laughs> but he's got a ton of ideas, right oh yeah. And all yeah. that stuff spins off. Spinning like, oh, there. Well, that's a good idea. We're going to do that. Oh, yep. Yeah. We're going to go do that too. Oh, you know what? That's a really good one. We're going to do that one right now.
1: And <laughs> right, I, so I just I like the I like the rapport we have going. That, yeah. You know, Creativity. in that chat we have, we'll just spit something out, and before you know it, somebody else is spitting out the other part of it, and you know, it's it's a finished product. So. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. It's mm-hmm. it's my
2: job. It's my job to get those things out that need to be talked about that you may not have talked about before. That's my job. I mean that's just you, that's you just the hard I mean, hitting man.
1: questions. But
0: yeah but know. here's the thing he might ask hard hitting questions but I have vivid memories of uh Scott talking to people for what it be maybe five ten minutes. Yeah. And then they're ready yeah. to run through a brick wall.
2: Oh yeah. Yeah. But, like
0: uh, off top but the thing is you know military mindset kind of stuff people get their point across by being pretty loud yeah scott blake comes back after like 5 10 minutes he's like we're good to go i'm like what wow he's like he's ready and he's ready sure enough go. ready went right through it yeah. i was like how the f- what and yeah. you just see him over the going this is this is scott just you know with his hands no yelling, no screaming, and people just go through it. Like, it's that infectious personality. But he yeah. always does that, tie. He'll be like, by the way, quick question. What about this? And you're like, right. oh,
1: you asshole. Wow, Man, that, that, that first meeting we had where he started telling the one story. I mean, I, I remember at first he started telling the story, and I started listening. And then by the time we're done, I'm like staring <laughs> him around the eye. And like, that's the best story ever. Yeah, you know it, yeah. It's like, it's just... From right yeah, there let yeah. me tell you a story and then man it was
2: a see yeah, the real, what i what i found out through talking with people is that um i think everyone has a reason for living right and a reason for dying so what i mean by that is you have to find things to live for and also understand what it is that you'll die for right but because those things are so here and here we just kind of stay in the comfort zone in the middle of it right but the reality of it is is that a lot of times we've been faced with those things and didn't even know it but sometimes when you pull it out then people kind of understand because i think once you understand that once you understand um what it is that you're living for and what it is that you're willing to die for then i think that you find yourselves you know i mean You, you kind of find yourself inside of that and it doesn't take uh, sometimes it doesn't even take hostile situations or things, but you know, when you, some things are taken away from you and it, and it hurts a little bit different than other things. Right.
1: And it evolves and changes. Right. All the things that you want right. to live and die for evolve and, they and change. Right. Experience. Throughout
2: your time. So yeah, it's just good to, to find those things out, but I'm a real personable person. I like to, um, you know, find out who who I'm dealing with and, it, and it's cool because with you guys, like I know me and Matt, we, we, We have the luxury of working together again right but but when we uh when we have one-on-one conversation we we have some pretty deep conversation i I understand who he is i know who he is you know i ask you questions because you know the the guy who doesn't like to talk about himself a lot and kind of just loves everybody around him he has so much stuff to give so sometimes you got to kind of pull it out of him because i know just the first time that me that we all got on this set and we were just talking and your son came in and he just came in just to give you a hug That kind of stuff, man. That man, I'll tell you, I I love it, man. I just, I can just see how much your kids like. You you. know,
1: it's an everyday thing. Yeah, that's how it is. It it wasn't
2: like it was. It was. It was just. It was just here he comes, and it was. So you just know that that's that's who you are. So, and I I think that you know, people see you always as a service, right? Because you do so many things to give back, and you want to give, make, put the spotlight on everybody else. But really, man, you've been you've been shining since I known you, man. That's why this thing just works so easy.
1: I'm you telling you, I mean, same thing with you. Like when your daughter the other day started, she was showing off that jacket. Yeah. yeah. I mean, just like <laughs> just talking to us and, yeah. and then showing the jacket, and then your your whole family is. Yeah, Lexus. I, Alexis I can't Cloud. wait to get to know more. Oh, yeah,
2: absolutely. Uh, matter of fact, while I'm here, shouts out to my man Donovan. His birthday today, shouts out to my man Donovan Blake, big fourteen today. I FaceTiming this morning, and he had his shirt off. He was showing me his little muscles. You know, he's getting big. So, shouts out to Donovan if you out there, man. Happy birthday to you. Happy then birthday, Donovan.
0: Two days after that, Austin has a
2: birthday. So, man, it's June. That's birthday time.
0: You take that <laughs> June back. might be Father's Day, but it's Scott Blake's well, Yeah, you take June,
2: June back nine months. That's September, right? It's birthday. So, on my birthday, things happen. Nine months later, things happen.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey and on that note let me let me uh <laughs> let me go over and holler at the comments for a second uh so hey shiza Manelli on youtube thanks for checking in i know who hey. that is that's sean you house army guy for observer. <clears throat> thanks very much for supporting yes uh, sir this is my wife Hey,
0: there she is. Whoop, whoop. Wonder
1: Woman. She is my Wonder Woman, that's for sure. Sarah's in the house. Uh Josh Hell from Sure Sharp Barbecue. So m- most of y'all know I do uh I um, I kind of engineer the So Smoking Gooder show with what the do you mean, host. Kind of? I do with the uh, host uh Rob Rocha. <laughs> and Sure Sharp Barbecue was on there. Uh he's always on that show. His name's Josh Hell, he's Army guy, army sniper. Okay. So shout out to Josh Hell.
2: Shout out, Josh.
1: Yeah. Shout out to my little brother, David That's Cobb. Bro. What's up? Another, uh, uh, another Sean, you house, my wife. And then, oh, I love you too. And Toma Bell Clark <laughs> checking in. Thank you. And then my wife's in the other room. I think she's listening. I can kind of hear like, after we say something, so, I kind of hear it going on out there. So, but I love you too, honey. Thank you very much. <laughs> Yeah. But I mean, that. this is kind of what it is though, right? Like we, we are literally gonna talk about us for the first couple weeks and then after that we are, we're we're literally into the meat and we, potatoes. <clears throat> yeah, we got some causes already that each of us have shared with each other that we really want to get behind some people we want to talk to and get their piece of the story. Um but before we go any further, hey Matt, do you mind uh plugging our sponsor?
0: Sure, let's do that. I like
1: the sponsor. I is pretty cool. I've seen that before so, <clears throat> somewhere.
0: Yeah, Got Your Six Culture. Is, I gotta, uh, got is your a,
1: six shirt on right now. Me too.
0: America, where'd it go? So Got Your Six Culture is a uh, veteran-owned t-shirt company. They do uh, custom designs. They make cornhole sets. So if you're looking for a backyard uh, barbecue fun time, go ahead and check out the website and see the custom cornhole sets they can make for you. They also do uh, shirts that are veteran and first responder inspired. So the whole, the whole deal with got your six, you know, um, the the tagline for the company, same flag, same oath. What that means is um, first responders and veterans, all of them, they take an oath to defend country or community. And so without those two things, we can't be the America that we are today. So we like to represent them. We like to help them. We work with a lot of nonprofits that, uh, celebrate veterans and first responders. So, got your six culture, you know, is, is, is just very, very honored to be a part of a podcast with three cool veterans, if I can say so myself, and uh, help get the word out there about important things and things that help, just not just veterans and first responders, but everybody. Um, so, yeah. And if you uh, if you're looking for a good holiday T-shirt, they got a, a clearance sale going on right now. Shirts are ten dollars. They do ship everywhere in the country. So, when you get a chance, go check them out.
1: Absolutely. I got about 30 of these, so (laughs) I I always tell the uh, Got Your Six Culture folks that uh, anytime they make a shirt, just go ahead and make me one, and they know I'm going to buy it. So, yeah, big shout out to Got Your Six Culture.
0: Yeah, thank you.
1: Yes. Mm -hmm. Got Your Six Culture is, of course, Matt Johnson.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And
1: his wife, Becky. Actually, there you go. Shout out to Becky!
0: Yeah, Yeah. she's in the building. She's the creative one. Let's go there. Is
2: Becky in the building, Matt? Is
0: Becky in the building? Becky's
2: in the building. Shout out to Becky. Yeah. Oh, Becky's uh, commenting. Hey, excited to see more. What's up, Becky?
0: She uh she drew our logo on a piece of paper and just asked my son and I, Cole, if we would wear that on a t shirt. So we said absolutely. And uh, it just has gone from there to where we're at today. So I mean, we're we're growing. We're moving. We like to support any and everybody. So even still, you know, we we have a few nonprofits that we work with that we would like to. I mean, I guess we can talk about them now. Um, there's a, a nonprofit tie. I know you're really, really familiar with uh, Project Zero. They're here local in Houston in Spring. They do uh, fishing and uh, overlanding for veterans. They also uh, provide no cost counseling to veterans and first responders that need it so they're they're pretty unique in the fact that they appeal to both sets right they they value what country and community really means and so they're a really great organization to work with and then been very fortunate to meet with and work with an organization called gideon's 300 it's g300 outdoors what these guys do is they take people hunting and fishing so it's kind of the same Principle, it's the same, the same working, but those two. Uh, if you go to the Got Your Six website, there's actually two shirts that are co branded with Got Your Six and those nonprofits. And so, any of those shirts that are bought, 25% of what that shirt is sold for uh, goes to that nonprofit organization so that they can bring, you know, veterans and first responders on hunting trips, bring them overlanding, get them, you know, services and counseling that they need. So, a lot of that is just the way we give back. Like, we're not, we're, we're we're really focused on giving back to the community that we've come from. So, you know, pretty good to do.
2: I mean, you Absolutely. do that very well, Matt.
0: See how you just see how he just flows it, man. He just we'll go buy man. it. Stop letting me f- go buy it. Just go buy it.
1: Exactly. <laughs> we're going to do some more stuff, though. Some I mean, I'm sure we're going to do some production stuff and make this grow more and more and more. Get it more Perfect. automated. It'll be fun. Oh, yeah. yeah. So royalty, Blake, what you got? and you got any closing comments
2: uh closing comments me do i have any closing comments uh no i, I don't have any closing comments other than
0: <laughs> i don't have any other than i don't have any other
2: other than the one <laughs> that i'm again it's just i'm just excited man and i mm. i appreciate everybody who's watching i know that this will only grow if you tell somebody to tell somebody to tell somebody and they tell somebody, then it's going to grow. Um, and then also feedback. We want the feedback. We want to know what it is that you guys want to know, you know, and what can we do to make this thing better? Because again, we're we're the triple threat best. We're coming in here, triple threat, because you don't know, you don't know if I'm a it, shoot it, or dribble it away or how it's going to happen, but we're going to make it happen. So, my closing comments is man, keep watching. When are we coming back? Ty. I just no right.
1: right, I figure we'd do it weekly. I'm 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 hoping we can come okay. back next week if uh as long as uh Matt Johnson's ready what for do you his mean, spot.
2: What do you mean hope? Oh yeah, we are. Yeah, well, yeah. I'm sorry, yeah, I mean, did I use the wrong we, term
0: we, senior? We've My never bad. done anything half-assed. Like we'll be yeah, back yeah. next week.
1: Easy day.
2: Good to me. Easy yeah, day. Easy day. Yep. And ww.go Go to the website if ever you need any kind of DJ entertainment needs. I will come. I play everything. You know what I mean. So we're gonna have a good time, no matter how we do it. We're gonna have a good time. Yeah. So make sure you go ahead and check the website out. When you get a chance. Blake ben right. Blake.
1: Absolutely. So I mean, for for Matt and Scott and for me, hey, I appreciate everybody watching. Uh, unless you got anything else there, Senior, I think uh, we can take it out.
0: No, I think we're good, man. Share it with your friends. Let everybody know if you know somebody or you yourself have an interesting story to tell and you want to get on and talk about it and help other people through things that you've learned. Message us through the Facebook page. Uh, let us know what you're looking to do. when we can help you out. Um, the platform for everybody. That's, that's the biggest and most important part of it. That's helping people. You know, veterans helping veterans is super important, and that's what we believe in. So thanks, everybody. It's been a good time. I'll see you guys next week.
1: Thank you for sharing your story, Ty. Yeah. Absolutely. Bam. We'll see y'all next Bam. week. Yeah, have a good one.